Every corner of the digital universe. You can instant link to the internet. And Strad Emailer E3 video phone. Technology called eye smell. Smelling mold and mildew and animals. Man, I gotta smell the swamp today. Welcome to Watercooled Potato, your guide to the obsolete and absurd tech of the past, present, and future. I'm John. I'm Kevin. And welcome back to part two of Sony BMG copy protection. We left off last week around the point where Sony decided to recall the millions of discs that included free rootkits. So <laughs> we'll pick up there. So despite recalling the discs, they still insisted that the rootkits were nothing to worry about, saying, quote, there were no security risks associated with the anti-piracy technology. What? Yep. Did they have any proof, or were they just saying that? They were just saying that. They were... <sighs> just running their mouths in an attempt to save themselves at that point, I would guess. No kidding. And remember, reputable security researchers and companies were saying it's basically malware. Yeah. Ah. So... Here's the beginning of the dumpster fire that followed this whole scandal. So, what happened when and where gets a bit chaotic, but I've done my best to put it in chronological order, so here we go. Oh boy. <laughs> On November 16th, 2005, the day after Sony BMG announced the recall, U.S. CERT, which is apparently part of the U.S. Department of Homeland Security, issued a statement saying, Do not install software from sources that you do not expect to contain software, such as an audio CD. <laughs> Basically, the Department of Homeland Security was warning people to avoid XCP discs, but without naming names, possibly for legal reasons. Mm -hmm. On November 21st, Texas Attorney General Greg Abbott filed a lawsuit against Sony VMG on behalf of the state of Texas. On November 29th, New York Attorney General Elliot Spitzer's investigation into Sony BMG XCP discs discovered that despite the recall weeks earlier, XCP discs were still for sale in New York City stores. What? Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. You would think that this would be all over the news to the point where, like, they wouldn't still be on shelves and people would be actively avoiding any, any of these XCP discs, but apparently not. And... He wasn't happy to hear this. Quote, It is unacceptable that more than three weeks after this serious vulnerability was revealed, these same CDs are still on shelves during the busiest shopping days of the year. And I strongly urge all retailers to heed the warnings issued about these products and pull them from distribution immediately and ship them back to Sony. 
Yeah, because it's, it's almost December and where a lot of people get their Christmas shopping done. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So, if somebody goes and buys the disc and wraps it up mm-hmm. and puts it under the tree, it's not going to be opened until Christmas. Oh, that makes it worse. Yep. Oh. And, like... Also, that sucks for the person giving that gift, like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, Grandma, I know you like Beethoven, so... <laughs> Here's the root kit. <laughs> what year was this again? 2005. Wow. This is... Yeah, uh... it doesn't seem like a company this big could have done something like this so recently. Yeah. That was only 14 years ago. Yeah. (laughs) Well, (laughs) let's keep going. One day later, on November 30th, Massachusetts Attorney General Tom Riley issued a statement saying that Sony BMG discs with extended copy protection we're still on store shelves in Boston. Of course they were. Get rid of the discs. You're not doing anyone any favors by keeping them. Ship them back to Sony. <laughs> Just get rid of them. Ugh. So how many different states were basically saying get rid of it? So far it's three. I only have documentation of three, but it's entirely possible that there were more. I could have gone way deeper on this, but I didn't want to go too deep. Oh, you didn't want to talk about law? I am probably not qualified. I'm not either. So, Attorney General Riley advised consumers not to purchase the rootkit infested discs and said that he was conducting an investigation good on december 21st texas attorney general abbott who we talked about just a minute ago added more stuff to his lawsuit against sony bmg oh no it turns out that media max violated the state's spyware and deceptive trade laws Yep. So, quote, We keep discovering additional methods Sony used to deceive Texas consumers who thought they were simply buying music. And thousands of Texans are now potential victims of this deceptive game Sony played with consumers for its own purposes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> So, Sony ultimately lost the lawsuit. I would have been really surprised if they won. Yeah, it's... When you have that much evidence against you, there's almost no way you're going to win, even with the best lawyers in the whole United States. Yeah, like, at this point, you're done for. So, they had to pay $750,000 in legal fees to the state of Texas... That was just legal fees. Just legal fees. Oh, boy. They were also required to plaster a giant message across their website 
and purchase advertising on Google, Yahoo, and several other sites warning people about the evils of extended copy protection discs. They actually had to do marketing campaigns? Yes. Wow. I suppose you don't know how big they were, though. No, I don't, but I get the impression that they were supposed to be fairly large. I mean, it has to be the whole United States. Well, this was specifically the Texas lawsuit, oh, but still. I don't know if... I imagine they wouldn't go to the... I don't even know if you... If, like, targeting to that... To, like, to the level of a single state existed in 2005. Oh, true. That's so a good point. they probably just had to blast it to, like, yeah, the entire U.S. Like, If I remember right, Facebook was either, either an infant or almost conceived, but doesn't exist yet. I don't know if they were required to spend a certain amount of money on advertising or if they were required to run a certain number of ads or what. Probably it was just run ads until this time. You have to spend some money on it. Yeah, my my guess is if it was a requirement of money spent that they probably found the most expensive method of advertising humanly possible so as to blow through the advertising budget very, very quickly. Anyway, there was some other stuff too, apparently, and all of that in addition to being required to place discs. Oh, wow. Yeah. And Texas wasn't the only place with angry people and lawsuits. Class action lawsuits were also filed against Sony BMG in New York and California. On December 30th, the New York Times reported that Sony BMG had reached a tentative settlement with the customers who purchased these discs, and that everyone who had purchased one of these discs would receive $7.50 and the opportunity to download a free copy from, I don't know, whatever online distribution site they had. Eventually, they just stuck a link on their website called Class Action Settlement Information Regarding XCP and Media Max Content Protection. <laughs> they probably got sick of answering emails and calls of people wanting to sue them. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that was like the only good decision they made. And that was to cover their own butts. <laughs> yeah. So, that's the majority of the legal aftermath, I think. There's certainly more lawsuits, but I think you get the picture. Yeah. One more thing I'll mention about the legal side of things is that Sony BMG infringed several copyrights in the process of making XCP, which is ironic. I mean, that's super ironic that they were infringing copyrights in the process of making copy protection software. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Nice going. Anyway, they used open source software in ways that they legally weren't supposed to, and they violated various licensing requirements. 
some of the software they used is very familiar, like Lame MP3 Encoder and VLC Media Player. Mm-hmm. And one more thing. Uh-oh. And yes, it can get worse at this point. Mm-hmm. Totally believe it at this point. <laughs> at some point during the aftermath, they decided to release a removal tool. Okay. However, the uninstaller only made the software visible. It didn't actually remove it, apparently. What? And it installed additional software! No! Which could not be easily removed. What? And as if it couldn't get worse, it also introduced further security vulnerabilities. Yeah, I mean, your computer's already rooted. You can't root it again. <laughs> so you, they got to do something else that's bad. <laughs> And on top of all that, you want to guess the one last thing that their uninstall tool did? Hmm. Well, you said there was system instability before. Your device is already rooted. Did it... Hmm. Did it somehow mess with the operating system itself? Nope. That was the job of the original software. Okay. Don't tell me it deleted users' files. <laughs> nope, no, not that bad. <laughs> okay, good. Nowhere near that bad. Okay, then tell me. It collected users' email addresses. Yeah, because... That's almost as bad. Because those users are definitely going to be interested in your marketing emails. Uh-huh, sure. No! That's like an anti-campaign against yourself. <sighs> yeah. So, that's most of it. That's, that's pretty much it. There's more that I'm sure you could find. But let's briefly talk about Sony BMG Extended Copyright Protection in 2019. Oh. So, these CDs still exist. And if you have one of these, or, I don't know, buy one used somewhere, and don't happen to notice the label on the back of the case that says it has extended copy protection, or you don't know what that is, like 99% of people who would pick up one of these discs, it turns out that, yes, you can, in fact, install the rootkit on a Windows 10 computer. Surprising forward compatibility there, or backwards compatibility on the part of Windows 10. Both. Backwards <laughs> compatibility, that it's able to still read the disk, and forwards compatibility of the software, that it's still able to do its job on a com on an operating system 10 years newer than it was designed for. Yes, and according to the YouTube video that I watched, after this person ran the disk, they ran a virus scan, which detected no less than four rootkits. It's not just one, it's four. Well, that's what their antivirus told them. I don't know if it was four parts of the same rootkit or four separate rootkits, or maybe they had rootkits already, but 
I don't think so. That's unlikely. I guess it's multiple parts, <laughs> but still. So, anytime you pick up a disc and consider putting it in your computer, check the back of the case for the marking XCP. And if you see it, do not put that disc in your computer or disable autoplay, which you should probably do already, just because it's probably not a great idea to have things running automatically when connected to your computer or yeah. put in your drive. So disable autoplay or just don't put the disc in. Maybe just don't put the disc in. Just... But what if I want to make a YouTube video about it? Well, then feel free to insert it into your laptop and screw your laptop up. I think he put it into two machines, actually. And one machine, it, like, completely froze the machine. And I don't recall if that was the Windows 10 machine or the other machine. The other machine may have been XP or 7. I'm not sure. Yeah, that's pretty much it. It's just astounding what a company that big got away with, or almost got away with. I, Sony survived. That's the kind of incredible part. Like, Yeah, it's still around today. Yeah, and most people, like, if you mentioned Sony, most people would think of it as a fairly reputable brand. Yeah, they somehow repaired their reputation. Yeah, that's amazing, concerning. It's all sorts of things. Yeah. It just kind of just kind of makes you wonder what kinds of things are not in the end user license agreement on mm -hmm. stuff that you use every day. Like Windows or mm -hmm. Android, iOS, Mac OS or any of the dozens of apps or programs that you install. Mm -hmm. It's... Or what types of things can be just bundled up under the neat little package of anonymous usage data? I was thinking more of, like, Google programs that are on your Android phone. You cannot remove them. But if you pull up the permissions... Body sensors, calendar, contacts, phone, location. Wait, no, there, location wasn't on there. Pretty much everything else was, though. It's like, I'm going to turn all of this off except storage. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess, in the end, you probably can't trust anyone. But does that mean Linux isn't safe either? I would be much more inclined to trust Linux because it's open source and lots of people get to look at the code. So mm. it's probably unlikely. Also, there's not really any financial motive because a lot of distros are maintained by volunteers, at least as far as I know. Mm -hmm. So there wouldn't be much financial gain. And I mean, I guess you could still collect user data, but you risk one of the other people who works on it discovering it <laughs> then you're kicked out oh permanently i mean i imagine i mean probably i, I sure would, hope so what would you do if you discovered <laughs> that someone who was like working on your software was like collecting user data and selling it unknown yeah, to no, you you're fired yeah <laughs> yeah
Maybe to stay safe, we should all use Hyena Montana Linux. Oh, that's right. That exists. <laughs> Maybe. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I'm obviously kidding. Nobody install that. What about Justin Bieber Linux? Yes, that also exists. <laughs> Don't install that either. Because John hates Justin Bieber for some reason. I just like it as a joke, okay? I don't like I don't like it because I like Justin Bieber. Sure. <laughs> sure. I have I don't even know how to do anything in it, okay? All I know is okay, there's my sound. I don't even know how to get to the internet. <laughs> I know how to do that on Windows 10. Well, I guess that wraps it up for this episode. If you enjoy this podcast, or if you hate it, let us know. Constructive criticism is welcome. Email us at wcppodcastmail at gmail.com. If you have any topic suggestions, let us know. And I'll just stop mentioning the Patreon. We'll see you next week. Bye.